What is going on, everybody? Once again, this is Christopher Thomas from Inside the Hashes. I'm here with another exclusive interview. Today, I get to sit down with offensive lineman from Old Dominion, Isaac Weaver. Isaac talks to us about his decision to go to Old Dominion, why he chose to stay as opposed to entering the transfer portal, and learning how to play multiple positions on the offensive line, and why that has helped him to prepare for the next level in the NFL. Let's dive right into the interview. What made you uh, decided to go to Old Dominion as opposed to other schools? I wasn't necessarily heavily recruited out of high school. Um, so I, I didn't have a ton of, uh, you know, big offers or really any big offers. ODU is probably the biggest school that offered me. And um, I took a visit. I really hadn't heard about it at all until they started recruiting me. Uh, obviously, I'm from Georgia. Old Dominion's up in uh, Virginia. So that's kind of a, a bit of a, a distance. And uh, with the fact that it was such a new program, I really didn't know anything about it. But I took a visit up there and I just kind of fell in love with it, you know, um, and the coaches sold me on the fact that um, I'd be able to help, uh, you know, build this culture and, and kind of set the precedent for the future of the program. And that was something that kind of really appealed to me that combined with the fact that I just really, really enjoyed the, the feel of the campus and the, and the feel of the team at the time uh, kind of just sold me on it. And I, there was no looking back from there. And uh, I read an article earlier that, uh, uh, you know, with the transfer portal, you know, everybody, uh, you know, is looking for the best opportunity for themselves. You had the opportunity to do that after the 2020. But when asked, you said, no, there's no doubt in my mind that I'm not going to transfer and you're going to uh, ride out of Old Dominion. Um, is it kind of like, you know, because that they were the team that they were the school that looked out for you first, so you decided just to return a favor? Um, yeah, that's part of it. Uh, and the big thing was, uh, uh coach Ronnie, uh, so the head coach over at ODU, he, uh, you know, he, he sat down with me, um, and he kind of laid out his vision for the future. Cause he got hired, uh, right after our 2019 season. And he kind of laid out for me his vision of the program, uh, where he thought it could go or where he knows it will go. And he kind of told me what he wanted my role to be on the team. He told me what he expected of me. And, and he told me where he thought I could end up going if I stayed, uh, with him and, and that school and that program um, and everything he said, I, I just, uh, I bought in with it. I just thought he, he seemed like he had, you know, an amazing plan. I think he does. And I think that's starting to, you know, take, uh, you're probably starting to see, you know, evidence of that recently. Um, and so it really just was that combined with the fact that it was the place, one of the few places that really took a chance on me that kind of uh, told me, told, gave me that gut feeling to go back for my, uh, you know, last season there. You know, COVID not only just affected football, just affected the entire world. So the fact that you didn't play football in 2020, uh, how did that impact you? And uh, what were you able to uh, do to, like, keep yourself not only physically shaped, but uh, try to keep yourself mentally sharp as well? Yeah, I, it was very difficult. You know, we didn't have uh, – we were one of a very few amount of teams that, that didn't get to play in 2020. Uh, it was really tough, but uh, we ended up, you know, making the most out of it, I think. Uh, we got to, uh, we still got to practice. So, you know, we had those practices and we also were able to work out and uh, do all that stuff in the building. So it really just ended up being the way I viewed it was an extra redshirt season. So I redshirted back when I got to school in 2016. And then I ended up the way I saw it getting to redshirt again. And, uh, you know, it, it was the time that I got the strongest I've ever been. I was in the best shape I've ever been. Um, and it really helped me, you know, I had all this time to now completely learn this offense to the best of my ability to dive super deep into it and just kind of like get fully prepared for anything I might see in the season. And I think, you know, the combination of all of that really helped set, set myself up for success as well as the entire rest of the team, because 
you know, while I was doing that, every single, every single other person on the team, like to give them credit, you know, they, they buckled down and they were, they did the same thing I was. And I think it really helped us out this year. And uh, speaking of getting grass for the offense, uh, let's talk about that for a little. When you started off, you played as left tackle, but then uh, the two last two years, uh, 2019 and 2021, you uh, also played some time at center. So uh, what uh, caused, what was the reason for that transition? Was it more so uh, the coaches or like you wanted to give like a try at center? Um, yeah, I mean, I am always been, I've always been hundred percent open to, to playing wherever the coaches think is best fit for the team, basically, and, my, and myself. Um, and so when they moved me to center in 2019, uh, it was just the thing that was the best for the team. Uh, we just, you know, I was flexible enough to move inside and we had someone who could play tackle. Um, and then this past year, uh, doing the same thing with the new coaching staff, it was kind of just like, they used me as the, you know, fix it guy. That's kind of what I would like to say where, you know, if, if, something, if something went wrong, they could move me wherever across the offensive line and know I'd uh, fill in there. But um, I think that, you know, the ability to do that really helped benefit the team because, you know, at, at any given time, they, like, we knew we could get the five best people on the field at, at always because, because I could move around no matter where, you know, where it was. Um, and they also, you know, told me that it was going to be the best thing for my future. Um, you know, just like this transition to play in the NFL is, is uh, they have this versatility, something that a lot of teams look for. Um, and it's something that I've really been trying to market myself as, is being that guy who can play all five spots. And how did it feel that, you know, your coaches were able to rely on you as pretty much as the fix-it guy? You know, as the ability to play like anywhere on the offensive line. How was it that, like, your coaches felt that about you? Uh, it really mean, meant the world to me. It means the world to me that they uh, they trusted me to do that. Uh, they uh, they put a lot of responsibility on my shoulders this past season, um, and I I like to think that I lived up to it, or I hope I did. Uh, and uh, I really just think that uh, you know I, I'm I'm extremely grateful to them for you know believing me like that and putting me in the position to succeed like that. So, uh, what was like the biggest uh, learning curve from transitioning from left tackle to center for you? Um, I think it was probably just the the speed at which it happens so like when you're playing tackle uh, you kind of have like obviously you're going against faster guys and stuff's happening faster but there's just to, to me there's you play with a little bit more patience outside of tackle so I you know I like when I play tackle I, I kind of like to be a counter move guy so I'll let I'll try and let the defensive linemen you know throw their moves first like make them make a decision and then counter attack them you know that way you don't find yourself in bad positions uh, the thing with that is you kind of leave your chest exposed a little bit. You might be susceptible to some bull rush, but you have that that distance. You you give yourself time because you take such a, a you know angle at time that you have time to sit down that bull. But like when you're inside, the thing that I get used to is the fact that you know you're going against a different type of player. You're going against those big guys. Like they have so much power and so much strength that if you play with that patience out there, like you're, you're kind of screwed, you know, you, you'll, you have, you don't have that much room to sit down bull rush inside. So it was really just kind of getting used to, you know, having to change up my uh, you know, my hand usage and, and how I wanted to attack defenders. So like, what was like the game um, for you? Um, where it's like, okay, you're playing center. And what was the game for you? That was like, okay, I finally got the grasp and I understand uh, what it is to be a starting center? It's a good question. I think it was probably uh, in 2019, we played UVA. Um, it was my second start at center. Um, and it was the first week that I truly had to prepare fully as a center. So the week before we played Virginia Tech, and that was the first game I'd ever played center before. But I didn't know I was going to play center until later in the week. So I kind of didn't 
didn't get to prepare like I wanted to for that position. I was preparing more so for left tackle. And then like some stuff happened and I ended up having to go inside. So that next week when we played UVA was the first, first, first time for me where I was like, okay, this is truly what it means to have to, you know, be the starting center, have, you know, wear the sombrero as our coaches would say, like be the guy inside to help the whole thing run. Um, and that was just, a, it was a cool experience. And, and uh, you know, I, I probably remember that game forever. Well, from my well, from my perspective, my experiences, uh, you're pretty tall for uh, for a center because mostly centers I know is like between like six foot and like six foot three at most. So, do you feel like it's an advantage or kind of a disadvantage for you being uh, one of the taller centers in the, in college? Yeah, I mean it's it's a great point you make. You know, like I definitely am pretty tall for centers, uh, but and I view it as an advantage. Um, there's definitely some stuff that's difficult, but I I think that that's the stuff I focused on and worked through and gotten really like gotten really good at and gotten better at. But I think the advantage comes with the fact that I have tackle length at center. So you know, like I talked about earlier with those uh, with the different types of players on the inside and outside. Like, well, a lot of times those interior guys are not used to. Play against guys with the type of length that I have. So that's, a, so that's the type of thing that I really try to use to my advantage. Um, and I, that's where I think it's the biggest, um, you know, uh, advantage to being at, as tall as I am at playing center. So how long did it take for you to like uh, make like pre-snap uh, cadences and reads when you made that transition? So I think the, I felt the most comfortable I've ever felt in my life uh, making, <clears throat> reading defenses and making those pre-snap calls this past season. And so it was like, we just got in the new offense and we kind of gotten that time to kind of resettle it in. Um, and this was the first time that the coaches had really put that, you know, power in me to, to make those calls. Um, so it was, it was, I think by the time we played our first game this year, I was, I felt like I had a, as good of a grasp on the offense as anybody. I felt like, you know, every call that needed to be made, I was able to make it and did make it. Um, so I would say that first game we played this year was, probably I think the sharpest I've ever been mentally. Um, and I think it carried through the rest of the season where I just felt extremely confident in those, you know, the, uh, you know, the ability to make these calls for the, the rest of the offensive line. Have you ever thought about, you know, maybe, you know, you already play tackle, you play center. Have you ever thought about you know, maybe finally uh, doing some time at guard? Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, so I actually, uh, I was able to play a little bit of guard this season, um, this past year. I, I, kind of, I think I started one game there and then I, I rotated in a little bit at left guard and then uh, as well as right guard. So the, the thing that I've always been uh, a little upset about is the fact that the only position I haven't played in a game is right tackle. Uh, that's like this, the one thing like missing from my game. So I was really trying to hope, I was hoping I would get some in the past two games of the season, the, uh, our, uh, you know, our last game and then our bowl game, it just didn't end up happening, but uh yeah, I mean, I, I really enjoyed my time at guard as well. Uh, I kind of wish I got some more of it, <clears throat> but uh, it is a, it is a ton of fun, and it's 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 been a nice like you know change up compared to doing the other two, you know. And uh, one thing that uh, definitely stands out with you is that you tied the uh, the school record for the most starts with forty eight. So how how were you able to not only you know be stay healthy and be consistent on the field? Um, I think like that goes into uh, you know. The weight room, the two things really, the weight room and the training room are the two big things that kind of uh, that kind of help you do that. So, I mean, the only way to really stay healthy, I think, is to be strong. You know, like uh, I think there's a, a phrase or a saying that goes like, you know, weak things break. You know what I mean? So being I think like, putting that time in and investing in my body in the weight room was a huge part of that. 
And then also when you do start to feel, or when I would start to feel those kind of nagging things, or maybe, you know, I know for a fact, like I have some deficiency somewhere where it's like this part of my body doesn't always feel great. Go in the training room and kind of start to, you know, Hey, like, can I do some exercises to help prevent this? And then like, or if you have something that just like kind of snuck up on you and it's like, Oh, this doesn't feel great. Go in there as soon as possible and try and get that settled before it becomes a big issue. So I think that's kind of just the big, two things that have really helped me out, uh, you know, in uh, playing as much football as I have. And uh, the big thing about you guys this year is that you guys, you know, you made your bed with uh, the running game. You guys ranked fifth in the Conference USA with 158 rushing yards a game. You guys even set a, a single game record with 358 uh, rushing yards against Hampton. So how does it feel that, you know, when uh, opposing defenses line up against you guys, you're going to run the ball down their throats? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's really a great feeling, man. And the, uh, the one of the cool things that I, that I thought we saw over the season was was that defenses began to game plan us differently from what they've done all season. And they would give us these exotic looks and these these difficult things to try and stop our run game because we did that so well. And so that was always, I guess, like, you know, I always wore that like a badge of honor that, you know, we would prepare for this team all week. But we knew in the back of our minds, hey, they're, they're going to have something different. They're going to have mm-hmm. these little tricks to, you know, try and stop this run game. And the thing that I think that, you know, I'll give our coaches and, and the rest of the offensive line credit for the most is the fact that we were able to, you know, to take those those changes in game and make these in-game adjustments so that we could continue to run the ball well. Because defenses, they would, they would know what we wanted to do, um, but then we would go to the sideline, tell our coaches what happened. We'd formulate a new plan right there on the sideline after the first few drives, and we'd come back out and we'd still run the ball. And that's something that I'm probably most proud of this season for us. And as you, you know, leave Old Dominion, do you feel like, you know, you staying and uh, heeding the, your coach's plan about staying there, uh, trying to change the culture, do you feel like it's worth it? Yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, it, I really am super glad that I stayed and, and helped. And, and I think it was something that, I, that I, I stood up and I told the team, like, like, I've never felt better about where that program is now going into the future. Um, and I feel as comfortable as I possibly can you know, leaving this, leaving that place, knowing the type of guys that are there, the type of coaches that are there and the type of culture that's in place. And I know for a fact that, that they're going to have some really, really awesome seasons coming up ahead and, and, and for a long, long time after that. And I'm as excited as ever to see those seasons, you know, come to fruition. So with pretty much you being a Swiss army knife on the offensive line, um, when it comes to watching game field, you know, watching other offensive linemen, not only in college, but on the next level in the NFL, how do you dictate in terms of who do you watch to uh, try to, you know, pick the part in terms of like trying to add to your game? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. So I, uh, I always, um, I try to look for guys that I think I see similarities in my game with, uh, because I think that's kind of the best way to, to pick up on, you know, things that would be helpful for me. Like, you know, I know for a fact that there's some guys in the NFL who are just absolute freaks and they can kind of just do, you know, they, they get by with, with certain tools that I just quite frankly don't have, you know? So, so like a, a guy that I've watched a ton of is uh, Ryan Jensen, the center for the Bucks. I think he's an awesome player. I love the way he plays the game. He plays it with this attitude and this physicality that I think is something that's hard to teach. It's something that you just kind of have, or you don't, you know? Um, and it's also just like the way he attacks the game. Like I just absolutely you know, I admire his game a ton and I try and model my game after it as much as I possibly can.
So with the draft coming up in a couple of months, what have you been doing in particular to get ready for the NFL draft and the combine and everything else? Uh, yeah, so I've been uh, I've been training. Uh, I'll be I'll continue to be training up until pro day, and so you know just kind of getting ready for those all those uh, those tests that you end up doing. Um, but I've also I also recently went to the uh, College Gridiron Showcase, so I was able to go out there to uh, Fort Worth and kind of you know I got to uh, meet a bunch of awesome guys that, that are also in the same position as me. Kind of get to you know get some new perspectives on everything, uh, talk to scouts and, and talk to teams, and, and kind of like just excuse me, the whole thing was just kind of get my name out there and make sure as many people, you know, as many teams know as much about me as possible. Uh, but those are the two big things. And, and so I'm back here now training and I'm just trying to get, you know, as uh, strong, fast and, and healthy as I possibly can be for this uh, pro day coming up. In regards to your draft class, is there anybody else in your draft class that in terms of when you're watching tape, he's just like, man, this guy's just that damn good. I mean, it, it's everybody, you know, that's, that's in this position right now or, incredible players you know what I mean um and, and just to be in this position is, is something that I, I think is is an accomplishment in and of itself and obviously the main goal is to get you know to the next level but um I think I'll I'll, uh, I'll tip my cap to uh, a teammate of mine actually uh, Jordan Young he's a linebacker I think you know he's you know as high character as anybody off the field just knowing him but he's also you know he's similar to me where he's played you know, every game, I think he started almost 48 games or something like that, or he's up there as well. Um, and just the way he attacks that, you know, the game and the way he plays, I respect the, the hell out of it. So I'm, I'm, he's a guy that I, I love watching to play, and I've been lucky enough to be on the same team as him. What was the hardest goodbye that you had to do um, after your final game at, at Old Dominion? Uh, that's a that's a tough question, man. I mean, <laughs> so we it was, it was it was real hard. I mean everybody it was tough you know we, we were in that locker room after the bowl game and it, it, I mean it was a it was emotional it was, it was an emotional scene but um it was really just I think the hardest one I, like maybe it's a bit of a cop-out answer but it's really just all the boys that you know I played with on the offensive line those guys that I was next to all season for my whole career like I mean I'm gonna miss every single guy on that team every single coach every single player but you know those guys that I was you know in the trenches with for for all those years and all those snaps this season like those, those were the hardest goodbyes for me. What is, in regards to scouts, coaches, uh, general managers, what is the one thing that you want everybody else to know about Isaac Weaver? One thing, like, is, you know, I'm a guy who, who will do whatever it takes to help a team win. Um, and I think that shows with my willingness to move positions and, and the ability that I have to be as versatile as I am, where, um, you know, if, if I need to play, you know, center for one drive then move to guard the next and tackle after that all in the same game like I am 100% ready and willing to do so and I'm going to do that to the best of my abilities and, and give you everything I've got um, I think I've I've made my I've made my you know career on effort um, and being prepared and so those two things combined with the effect that I can play up and down the offensive line at a moment's notice is I think it makes me you know uh, an absolutely key piece in any you know any winning team and hey, if that doesn't work out, you can always play a song on your guitar, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> They'll start uh, touring around or something. Who knows? <laughs> oh, man. Well, Isaac, once again, thanks for taking the time to do this interview. I wish you the best of luck in your training and good luck uh, this in the next coming months. Yeah, man. Thank you very much for having me on. I really do appreciate it. If you want to check out this interview and others, check out our Spotify. Type in Inside the Hashes in the search bar. 
for all of the content on more on social media. On Facebook, we're Inside the Hashes. On Twitter, you're at Inside Hashes. And on Instagram, Inside the Hashes. For all of the content and more, check out www.insidethehashes.com. This has been Christopher Thomas, signing off.